T-Dope Nation, we are back in the building. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Yeah. All right. So oh, that, was, that was a callback to what you did last time. Yeah, we're bringing that energy. We're bringing that energy. Bringing it. I love it. What's up, T-Dope Teachers in the Mic Nation? I'm Gerardo Munoz. And it is your boy, Kevin Adams. Kevin Adams, who is not only your boy, but he's also a grown man, so never forget that. Uh, we are coming at you. I'm a grown man. Grown man, I don't pay But not your man. You, you Listen up, little homie, you can be that. one too. Call me, yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we wildin', and you know, we, we're wildin' because we just had the littest conversation that I think we've had in a very long time. Am I right? Yes, we had the greatest conversation. We have the greatest. We we we're making history, right? We're making we are trying, and in 2021, we are bringing historical guests, historical, historical figures, Absolutely. legendary. Like you know, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And what we got for y'all today? Today, today, what we have is. Um, heavyweight champion of American teachers, the 2021 Texas State Teacher of the Year, the first black man to get this award in the giant great state of Texas. That's a big one. You know he was up against Eric Hale. Eric Hale. You may remember Eric Hale from such newscasts as uh, NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. You may have seen him on the Kelly Clarkson show. You may have seen him raising hundreds of thousands of dollars for his community. Man is ubiquitous. The man is amazing and so inspirational, you know. And whenever you talk to young cats that are younger than you, and then you're like, oh man, I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be like you, young for guy. Real. For real. You for know? Real. And, you That's know, I mean, it. It, it's hard to tell because I think he's probably older than he looks, but you know, he's, he, I don't think he's like, as I was looking up his history, I don't think he's aged in the last 10 years. Like I think, I think he looks the same, but, but yeah. Oh, you know what they say. You know what they say, baby. What do they say, man? Black don't crack. See, I, knew, see, I didn't, I didn't feel like it was appropriate for me to say that. Um, so I'm glad you said it. Yeah. I mean, that that's just how that is. And uh, you know, when you talk about the level of inspiration that someone like Mr. Hale brings, I, I think that, you know, so often we feel powerless, so often we feel limited in what we can do as teachers and then as teachers of color, man, the daily racial battle fatigue as, mm. uh, as uh, the soon to be Dr. Asia Lyons is, is doing that work. Um, it, it can just wear you down and just getting through the day feeling like you're a one piece can be a lot, but this man is a force of nature. He's a force of nature, wouldn't you say? He is, he is very, very much a force you know, and 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 doing big things and and his story, I think everybody, every listener is gonna be in awe based on his story. And and I think, you know, you're gonna learn some stuff and get some perspective on on how, you know, he developed his teaching style and what his teaching style looks like. That's you right. know, and so I just think this, you know, like every episode, every one of our amazing guests. You know, but this this another hot one. We bring you that heat. Another hot one. This is an instant classic. Do do you know that this is our one hundred and sixth episode? One hundred and six episodes. We didn't even celebrate. We moved right past. Yeah, we're episode one hundred. Well, it's because we're going we're going for two hundred, right? But we're uh, two hundred. We all celebrate a two hundred. We're, we will celebrate 100. We'll, we'll kind of come back to it and celebrate. But this is episode number 106 total. Episode number 84, um, if you don't include the mixtapes and the emergency 
episodes. And uh, if you are so, new- we got time to have yeah. our official eighty fourth, our official hundred episode. Yeah. So, so we're it's supposed- coming sixteen. We count down to count the down. official. One. So this will be eighty five. So 85. 85, 15 to Ocho go. Cinco. I like your think. I like how you think. It's, it's the Ocho Cinco episode. It's the Ocho Cinco episode. <laughs> oh, and if you don't know that reference, uh, look it up. That's what Boot. Remember what Boot said. And if you and if you don't know, look it up. Look it up. <laughs> So, um, hey, if you are new to the show and uh, we anticipate that maybe we have some state teachers of the year and their communities listening as this podcast episode goes out, uh, we reach about 10,000 people through social media. Um, We are trending up on Apple Podcasts, which is a beautiful thing. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at Two Dope Teachers on both of those. You can like us on Facebook or as Cornelius Minor said, your auntie can like us on Facebook. Two Dope Teachers and a mic, and you can also send us an email, two dope teachers at gmail.com. What do you think? Should we do this? Let, let's uh, got to uh, got to give the people what they want. Got to give say. people what they want. Got to give the people what they want. And uh, so, thank you all for uh, joining us. And here is our fire interview with Eric Hale, 2021 Dallas, Texas Teacher of the Year. Folks, we are here. We got an incredible treat, as we said in the intro. Want to introduce to you Mr. 2021 Texas Teacher of the Year, Mr. Eric Hale. Give it up for Eric. Uh, Welcome, Eric. Welcome, welcome. So glad to have you, brother. So glad to have you. So, uh, it's so just like great to have you on the show. It's been a wild road for you, hasn't it? (laughs) Man, a, a really, really wild, wild road. I mean, Texas, the way our uh, teacher of the year and our awards go, it, it is, it's blood sport. It's, it's, <laughs> there's so many different la- layers to get. And there's so many teachers in our state. I mean, we have 360,000 yeah. educators. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, that. it's like, that's that like 10 times what we have in Colorado. Uh, so yeah, Kevin yeah. hasn't heard this Hunger Games March Madness times four blood sport <laughs> process that you had to go through. Take us through that process. What what did you have to do to become, oh, also the first black man to be Texas teacher of the year. And that's yes, just, yes. That's yeah. just got to be incredibly humbling. But yeah, man, what was that process like? Oh, man, to be honest with you, uh, just the way I'm, I'm, I'm wired, um, Growing up, you know what I'm saying, in poverty and in and, and, and trauma, I didn't have any male role models at all. I didn't have anybody that was really like speaking greatness over my life, like you can do anything or anything like that. So making it out of that it has made me extremely competitive yes. and hungry. Yes. Yep. To yep. be the best and to prove people wrong. Yeah. Even when everybody else is like, stop. And I, my children that I serve are a reflection of that. Wow. So this is my 11th year, but in 2015, um, I was just teaching, doing my thing. Uh, first grade's my love. That's my niche. Yes. You know, I bought them scores. So yep. they're like, please, Mr. Hale, can you please go to third grade? Because that's where the, the scores 
kind of start to really matter. Third, yep, fourth, yep, fifth yep, grade. Yep. And we think you can get those scores up. So I went to third grade and um, I, I was able to improve the scores by like 45%. Oh, wow. So like the passing rate the year before me was like 35%. And then my passing rate was like 87, which was wow. uh, better than district, better than state. And then the kids that I serve, I teach in a red light district. I teach in the barrio. Like, yep. Yep. Um, we got the we got the highest uh, registered sex offenders in our zip code. Wow. Yep. Prosecutes everywhere. Yep. You know, I mean, it's not all good. It's, it's a great community. Yep. It yeah. just happens to be like I just work in the Mexican hood. Yep. And then across town, there's like a black ghetto that mm-hmm. everybody know, knows about. So I'm, yep. just, I'm like the token black guy that works in the, you know, which is, yep. a, which is a trip. You're the, you're the one that. they allowed in, in the school. So yeah, like, basically. All right, well, we're going to put this one here. And then another one got put it in. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, it reminds me of that joke. It's probably an inappropriate joke, but remember we used to probably tell it growing up. <laughs> so this is past me, you know, growing up. But they tell a joke about like how oh, they don't let the they don't let the black people work at uh, KFC and they don't let the Mexican people work at Taco Bell. You know? Like they, they, they're so, oh no, I'm just saying. Oh no, yeah. I mean you know, sir, pass sir, me, pass me. Certain. Uh, <laughs> Certain teacher programs uh, actively discourage people of color from teaching in their uh, communities because they believe uh, wrongly, they believe that uh, we're going to enable kids who come from our same backgrounds and not push them as hard. And you clearly uh, did not get that message. No, it's it's completely the opposite. So so what happens, uh, I'm going to speed it up for you guys. So uh, there is a, a thing I didn't know nothing about. Uh, the Fishman Prize. Yeah. So that first year I was in third grade, somebody nominated me and I got like this email, you've been nominated for the Fishman Prize. I read it briefly. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. I looked at its history and I was yeah. like, man, I haven't seen a black guy win the money yet. Yeah. So I was like, why and waste my time on this? Fellowship. As somebody who's been turned down by Fishman twice, I know that that's a significant fellowship and that could do a lot for communities of color. <laughs> So, so, so I was only in third grade two years. So that second time I was in, uh, uh, that second time that, um, well, the, the next year I was in third grade, yep. I got nominated again. Uh-huh. I said, you know what? I researched it and I found out about the money part. I was like, oh, 25 G's. Yeah. We're going, we're all in. So then, uh, crazily it was like, okay, you're top 100. Okay. Then it was like, uh, send, send a video of yourself teaching. Uh-huh. Send the video right. in. Then it was like, oh my God, your video is awesome. You're a semi-finalist. Okay. Then yes. it was like, okay, we're going to come give you like a month window and we're just going to pop up on your campus. And then we're going to videotape you in person and, you know, like critique yeah. you. Yeah. Lady came just popped up in my portable. We were rocking and rolling, doing our thing. And yep. she loved me. And she was like, she was from Arizona. Yeah. And she was like, uh, I'm saying yes. Like, I think that you're one of the best people I've seen. So then like another month went by and then I got the 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 letter and it was like a huge deal for for, for Texas. Yes. Um, because they don't even allow like public school educators. They don't really, Fishman is like on that, um, you know, that new wave, you know, great education for all. 
we're fine with charter school type of thing. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. Long Clark Academy or the teachers yep. that like yep. get chosen for that. Like the yep. fancy charter schools, yep. never like a public school. Public educator. school. Yep. Yeah. And so for me to be a finalist uh, and get flown out to uh, New York was eye opening. It changed the way that I view education. So when I got out there, uh, we had the meet and greet. And like I said, I'm competitive. So, you know, we're at yeah. the meet and greet and people are kind of like just talking. <laughs> yeah, we're, they're just talking about what they did and whatever and different <laughs> things. And I, in my head, I'm thinking, they haven't did anything that, I, that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. they don't, they don't, they're, not, they're not working like with, with the people. Like yeah. they're not really in the hood teaching. They're not. Yeah. So everybody knows this. The biggest hustle in... Um, in education when it comes to teaching is the assumption that if your kids are of color, they must be dirt poor. So like a lot of these awards, everybody's like, oh, I teach in the inner city, all my kids are of color. But if you teach at a school that is a magnet program, you have have handpicked the best and the brightest that's right that's right and you (laughs) bust them to your school that's right you can say we teach black kids and so you can make a movie about it so you can make a movie about about how great you are well yeah yeah yeah. as as you reference the inner city i don't know how it is in dallas but uh kevin i can tell you that you are not living in the inner city of denver if you are poor (laughs) this is where it's all been gentrified this is where like you know, we've we've got this like influx of white middle class professionals, and uh, and the kids of color are being kind of pushed out there. So I've you know it's it's always an interesting thing. But so yeah, so so you're looking at these uh, candidates and kind of like you I'm, know I'm, I'm like I'm like there's ten of us, there's four prizes. I'm already telling my wife like we about to get paid. Uh, like, there's, no, there's no way I'm the only black guy there. I'm like, there's no way I'm not like, gonna get yeah. one of these twenty five thousand. Yeah, like a yeah. one or two and a half chance, like 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 or two and a half in ten chance. Like you, you'll take yeah. that. <laughs> and what was so cold blooded was the irony of it. But it, I mean, God works in mysterious ways. The people that were my competition had already kind of started like whispering like that black dude a black guy like, won it like he he's it's down to three prizes they're like like they felt like, that way left. like they were like this dude this dude's super impressive like he's really doing things like like and then so <laughs> I, I you know I I I did my thing but here's what messed me up so in the interview process it was yep. the first time i had ever did like an interview process mm-hmm. big money big wigs at the big table yep and i got to talking about my kids and i cried oh, bro. oh. <laughs> like for real cried yeah you're like i don't know why this is happening you're like oh my god <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like it's oh, probably man. the first time it's probably the first time you ever cried talking about your job <laughs> Like it's like it was it was it was the first time where I was like realized like like I'm meant to do this like I'm 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 really good about that life I'm better about that life about that yeah I'm better than people that that were pulled across the nation that that were supposed to be really good yeah and they acknowledged it and then I could feel it and then just from what I've been through yep. 
and like what I represent. Like, yes. like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like my kids are like from the hood hood. Like, mm-hmm. like I, you know, like I feel like I take them wherever I go and it, yep. and that, it matters to me. Yeah. Like it, it, I wanted the money, but I wanted my kids to be able to see like, like he's a champion. We could be champions too. So That's dude, right. yeah. it, it hit me. And so like, yeah. when I say like now, if I'm talking, I'm more savvy. And so if, if the tears start to well up, I'm like, okay, I can handle it. I can talk through it. Maybe a couple yep. of tears come down. It's nothing. Yeah. Yep. But that first time I was like, oh man. <laughs> and then so I went home. Sorry, hey, we in the background. I went, uh-huh. I went, I went home, and I got the call. They were, oh, we're sorry, Mr. Hill, but you were not one of the finalists. And I was livid. Yes, but yes, how he changed me was, I said, you know what? It's not about me, and it's not about these scores. Yep, it's about impact. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went from being a teacher to an educator. So when you're an educator, like you're teaching 360 degrees, like I'm teaching my parents as well. I'm helping them get GEDs. I'm helping them get jobs. I yeah. start thinking about things. like So like now my thought process is like, does me working in this community, am I powerful enough to lower the crime rate? So now I'm thinking on things like that. Yeah. Like how can yeah. I change yeah. the crime rate? Like, and so how my kids do on the standardized testing is just a byproduct of the love and the champion mentality that we create together. So I don't worry about like how my my kids are going to do on the test. I just pray on it. Like, I know they're going to do great because that's just what we walk and talk and, 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 and that's just what we do. And so I spend the rest of my time engaging the community trying to uh, close gaps in our school community any way I can, financially, yeah. emotionally, exposure, having congressmen come to our school, the mayor, yeah. different people, yes. people yeah. giving of their talents. Yeah. And um, it changed my whole practice. Like that loss has made me win so much. And yeah. so every year I, um, I sit at the drawing board and I think about things. And so it was like, huh, I've been in the district eight years or whatever. I've never seen a black man win the district teacher of the year. Dallas yep. ID is the, is the eighth largest school district in America. So I started mm-hmm. thinking on things like that. I said, you know what, before I retire, I'm going to win that, win that uh, award. And I was yes. way before, before I retire. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then when it, when it happened, even in, in my school, I had to deal with like, you know, it's it's tough, and I think it I think it's just when you are the the minority, yep. you 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 always get screwed. I work with great people, but I yep. do work in a completely Hispanic community where the teachers are completely Hispanic. Yep. Now they might not be from Mexico, from Chile, different right. places, whatever. But what would happen was every time they would vote for teacher of the year, yep, I would be a finalist. But the principal can't make the call. So then it becomes a popularity contest. Yep. And I walk in, in my greatness. Like, I'm not a mousy man. Yeah, nope. <laughs> so I teach, <laughs> I teach completely different than everybody else. I'm the yep. dude who's, who's in the faculty meeting like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Yep. <laughs> I do what's best for my kids. That's yes. it. If principal, whoever, I, Mr. Hale will be Mr. Hale. 
And so they like it, but then they don't because yep. they're scared. Yep. Like you can't be great if you're scared. So I you feel cannot. like everybody's just like a robot. Like they do exactly what they're told. Yep. They're never yep. late with anything. They're going to have the detailed lesson plans. They're going to be like yep. a book. They're and I'm doing all the, the bare minimum on my lesson plans. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. But, I'm, I'm, but in the classroom, I'm teaching, I'm teaching my teach tail off. That's what you yeah. do. That's what I do. I'm like, I don't sweat the small things. Like, what's what's the goal? Oh, I, I, I focus on with the end of mind, right? Yeah. Like, everything I do is for my kids to feel loved, safe, empowered, and 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 to stay at a, at a certain level. So I don't I don't really uh, get caught up in like the district politics as far as like, you know, like kissing, you know. Yeah. Dude, I've never even been asked to be a grade level chair at my school. I've never even <laughs> been a grade level chair or anything, anything, anything like that. <laughs> so what would happen was I was like the runner up for teacher of the year at my school for like six years. Yes. <laughs> so this year I felt like, man, nah, I did too much. They're going to give it to me this year. Yeah. So, dude, everybody that was black, which was like the janitors, the cafeteria staff, like everybody finally voted. And this time, I think my principal, she she did me a solid. What she did was, which I, you know, super smart. She, anybody who got one vote, she put them in the finals. So this year, if you got one vote, you were in the final. You were in the final. So this year, like, we got 50 teachers, but last year in the finals of the teacher of the year, it was like 23 names. <laughs> but she did that to so they couldn't gang up on me. Yeah. It, it split the vote. So now yep. it was kind of like she knew the people that were going to vote for me were going to yep. vote for me regardless. And then now it was like, well, I can't vote for her because now now everybody's voting against their friends. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and so, but check this out. So I know uh, when they did a drawing that I, I won, but nope. And here's the even funnier. They said that it was a tie. So <laughs> Mr. my homeboy, sweetest, nicest guy, Mr. Ramirez, uh, now I do all the stuff with the district, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm on everything in the district. Like if you go to the DISD website and they talk about like the pay for performance, whatever, yep. it's like randomly a picture of me in my classroom. Like yes, all over of course, everything. of course, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Super random. Mr. Ramirez is such a sweet guy, and he's not like a hater or nothing like that. Yeah. He told the principal, he said, "I've been working all these years, and I never got this honor before." He said, "I don't want to do a runoff." He was scared that if he did a runoff, that he would lose. I was scared that if we did a runoff, I would lose because I know that it was going to come down to a black guy, yep. you know, the token black dude, birth yep. is part of the family, Hispanic guy. Yep. They were all going to vote for him. Yep. But he's such a nice guy, and he's looking at it from uh, Mr. Hill does all of this stuff. I can't yep. repeat, right? Yep. Yep. But I don't want to. So he was like, look, I was like, hey, man, I was like, I feel you. I was like, I don't want to do that to you. I was like, what do you want? He was like, man, I just want the teacher of the year parking spot. I said, well, I said, I said, can I, be, can I be the teacher of the year that represents our school for the district teacher of the year? Because our school can say they're that we tied, but yeah. on paper at the district, you're uh, the one who represents. Yep. You can only have one person represent you yep. to move on to the thing. So yep. on the district paper, it says that I won. And so 
then I was able to do my application to be the district teacher of the year. But out of the, it was just God, out of the kindness of him. So then I became the district teacher of the, uh, the district came to the school and I was a finalist uh, for that. And um, the district in the, right before school started, there's another award you guys got to get on top of it called the Queen Smith Award. The Queen, the Queen, Queen Smith, Smith Award is given, and you get $5,000 too. It's, and oh. it's, it's a huge, it's a huge deal. Yep. Um, it's given by the book company, uh, Huff, I think it's Hufflin Mifflin. Okay. Yep. Yep. I, it, it's Hufflin Mifflin or the other one that's really, really popular. What is, yeah. And so, and they, and they do it. So the, and, and it's, it's basically the, it's, it's, it's the urban school teacher of America. Oh, and so what they do you is. You told me about if, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the council of greater schools, um, is like this council of like all the really rough inner city school districts throughout America. I mean, yeah. Everywhere, like Anchorage, Alaska, Puerto Rico, yep. you know, you know, Oakland, you know, yeah. like school districts where you're like, oh, Memphis, oh, yeah. like everywhere like that. And so each person, blood sport, they 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 now that you get handpicked by your superintendent. So my superintendent oh, wow. told another chief, like, hey, who do you think would be good for this? And she was like, Man, I really think Eric Hale could win this. So she said, Would you do it? Yeah. So I filled out the application. And then like a month later, I get this email, congratulations, you're the 2019-2020 Queen Smith Award winner. And, and I mean, you get to go to this, the, the big conference. Oh man, so player, everywhere you go, it's like a free party, free drinks. Wow. So I got to go and it, 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 every year it switches. So last year it was in Louisville, Kentucky. So I got to go to the Muhammad Ali Museum and have drinks. Oh, yeah. It was oh. a huge deal. Um, I got to meet um, Valerie Jarrett was one of the yep. speakers. Yes, yes, yes. And um, that 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 really cool white dude who's like a real famous historian. Something Meacham is his name. Oh yeah. Um, no. Is his I name know. like Bob Meacham or something like that? Not something like that, maybe, or something like David Meacham or Bob Meacham, something like that. He writes books. He's just yeah. like a historian. And he had that voice. Yeah. He's like on like sometimes he's on Sports <laughs> Center like. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Robert I know Mitchell, the dude, Mitchell, Robert, like, Mitchell? Robert Mitchum or Robert something Mitchell. like that. Yes, yeah, Mitchell. yes, yes, yeah, yes. Mitchum. Oh, okay. And wow. so I won that award before I won the district teacher of the year. And that that set me off fire. Yes. Like, yeah, you were like, I got this. I'm then Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, uh, yeah. uh, she keeps in contact with like what's going on in Dallas because she's from the area. Yes. Yes. So then she called me and she had me on her show. And then God moved on the show, and like it, it set me up on fire. Kevin, I told I, um, you. Didn't I tell you, Kevin? Didn't I tell you? You told me. Said, <laughs> told me. From that, so many, so many opportunities came. Yeah, man. White folks love Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, like, they I do. Wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> they get to how to how hot how hot she was. Like how big of a deal it was to be on her show. Like yeah. man, that that took my stock. <laughs> way up way up they were like we know you we saw you on kelly clarkson <laughs> basically basically and then from there um randomly um i got asked to do a ted talk and i've always wanted to do a ted talk yeah so then i did a i did a, a i did a, a, a impromptu ted talk wow which was nothing nothing but god it went um everything went just stupid bananas Yes. And, and then after the Kelly Clarkson thing that and I had been out there so much uh media wise, 
I felt like they had to give it to me. But you, but you know, right. I hate to say it, being a man of color, man. Yep, yep. You're you, always you, like, you, I, I ain't winning this. They, yeah, they, they ain't gonna. They ain't gonna. It's always like a, because people were already coming up to me like, well, you already won a national award, like. It's okay if you don't win. You mean at least you're a finalist? Nah, and I'm not wired like that. Now what are you talking yeah. about? Like yeah. I, I earned yeah. it. Like who yeah. else? Like yeah. so then I mean, we get you know we get that message so much as as men of color just in general and especially in education, which really it really feeds this uh, tendency towards martyrdom. That it's like you do you do get the message that you have to be as small as possible everywhere you go. And to yep. actually have drive and desire, and uh, in a minute I want to want to hear about that champion mentality. But to have that drive and desire um, is is something that really helps us survive and get through it. And you know, yet it's kind of institutionally discouraged. So um, so people are telling you like, well, you got a national award. That's cool, right? Like, yeah, they're like, well, if you don't win, it's no big deal. Like you you won this, and I'm like, nah, but <laughs> you're like, but I don't know is- what you were talking about right now. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it was a situation. It was a situation where um, now I'm still doing all of this stuff. So every step for me is like five steps for my kids. So like my school last year was hit by our tornado, yeah. And so I had did these speaking engagements with this other organization, and I brought like my kids, and um and challenged them to give money because my school had never been on no field trips in like five years yep. because we didn't have enough finances for it. Mm-hmm. And so your kids can't dream and they can't be exposed to life outside the ghetto if That's you can't right. take them anywhere. Yeah. And so I was like, how can I think I'm a good teacher and I'm not I'm not fighting for my kids? So that became yeah. like my thing, like raising money. So I ended up raising like $8,500 at first year. And then I was able to take every kid in my school to like two field trips. I sent girls in NASA but it was more about the resources and the connections I made with the business community because then they just, they loved my kids. And so it's like, they're like, Oh, we'll come speak. We'll come, you know, engineers will come work with the GT kids. And like, it just became this kind of like unofficial, like um, nonprofit where I call it friends, friends of Burnett. I mean, artists um, like the signs, like our school, we perform very well for, for, for to be like, like really, you know, in the trenches. And so I was like, man, our community needs to know that. They didn't know like, like their kids are lucky to be here. It was like a morale thing. And yeah. so I got like this 30 foot banner that said like, hey, we're a gold ribbon school. This is our ranking. Like, so there's like, you can see it in the neighborhood. Like, yeah. oh, now, now the kids are like, man, I'm, we're lucky to be here. So Source just, pride. yeah, then they asked me to come back again. The next year, killed it. That time I, I felt bad because I, I raised less money. And so how I challenged them is like, I said, look, it's like the 50 young business people in in uh uh in Dallas. So it's called it's an organization. It's through the Dallas Regional Chamber, and they do like a a, a thing they've been doing since the 70s, and they call it Leadership Dallas. And so it's like these bigwig CEOs and partners yeah. of law firms and like the who's who of like young progressive like up and comers yeah. in every aspect in Dallas, they pay money to join this class. And this class focuses on helping uh, the DFW area, like helping, yeah. how do we make education better for public school? How do we how do we make healthcare better? And so they attack these things. Yeah. And so like they'll have like an education day and they'll pick like people that they feel like are educational experts 
and they do um, speeches or presentations like that whole day. And then they'll have like a healthcare day, whatever. And yep. so um, I would take out my little $500 and I had to do the math. I said, look, there's 50 of you guys. If each one of you guys went back to your organization and you just matched my 500, that'd be like 25 grand for my, for my poor school community. Yep. Well, it never happened like that yeah. initially, right. right? So fast forward, the tornado hits our school, but it doesn't completely destroy our school. It like destroyed the whole neighborhood, the middle school my kids go to and the high school wiped off the mat. Wow. It destroyed our gym, which is a big chunk of our school. Yep. So one of the ladies who was in that class, she's like the VP of giving of a PNC bank. Yeah. And, and a little small little thing in the newspaper said, um, and Burnett was affected. And she said, oh my God, that's Mr. Hale school and his kids. Uh, yep. So she advocated for my school and my kids. So that $50,000 wow. that they were gonna give to the general fund, she came and personally earmarked it and gave it to me in my classroom last year. So she gave $50,000 wow. in my name for our school. Wow. And then, so fast forward, uh, COVID hits, um, Governor Abbott says, hey, we're, we're done with school. It must've been like, I don't know, April or before April. And um, I decided that um, I, I started seeing all these teachers um, writing little op-eds and stuff like, oh, the kids are going to be so far behind and right. this and that, right. blah, blah. Yep, yep, and yep. I'm like, I didn't hear any teachers saying that they're willing to sacrifice so their kids didn't go behind. Yeah. So I wrote an op-ed with um, Education Post where yep. I said, you know what? I'm going to work with my kids all summer long. And so I, so I was tired of hearing people say the obvious, like, yep. yeah, I know they're going to be behind. And well, so and I, I create students like with the younger students. I mean, the like any sort of missed instruction really does snowball uh, when they're the age that you're teaching, especially. So I created an operation. I always create things that get myself hyped up to make myself feel like I'm doing something special. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, this is this is Operation Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Like, come oh. back. <laughs> yeah, like, can't stop. And so I I created a YouTube page where I'm like showing lessons, just like the things that are foundational, where it was yep. like I was teaching the parents how I taught their children. Yep. And so I, I was able to hook them up with uh with tutors. Then um, but my kids didn't have hotspots and they have technology at home. So then I called on Texas A&M where I got my master's in education. I said, Hey, I need you guys to support me. And I, I know you got some gently used technology. And so they came through. And so with the mask wow. on in the summer through the circular drive, I gave them all technology. Yep. I gave them like books at home. So the first thing was I gave them books and resources, uh, in case we could never get um, technology. It was like a pie in the sky. Like I didn't know if I was going to be able to get technology, yeah, yeah. but I needed them to have something where they could continue trying to work with their parents. Yeah. yeah. Then two weeks later, and I, I got all this video documented, which is crazy. Yeah. Like my homeboy video, got all yeah. these the, the videos are everywhere. Like I, like they, they've gone out and it's just incredible to see, you know, like so incredible. It's crazy. So then we got the technology to them. Right. And so I worked with them, you know, all summer, all summer long. And um, I asked my principal to let me loop with them. Yep. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna let just like not give up on this them. group. Not done with yep. this group. Not, I'm not done with them. Yep. And so then that's why I teach first and second because last year I taught uh, kindergarten and first grade. So I loop with them 
to try to make sure that uh, they'll be ready for the star grade. Cause I know that's when they get that big, the pressure of the big leagues and, and that, and that uh, type of test. Yeah. And so what happened after that, God kept working. So then it was like, man, the rest of the kids don't get technology because they only gave technology out to the upper grades. Yeah. So the lower kids didn't really have technology. And then the district finally got to us and they gave technology, but we had a big shortfall. So then my principal had a breakdown and asked the bank people like, hey, I know this ear, this money is earmarked for the gym and for uh, tornado uh, relief, yeah. but man, we need technology to teach more than we need tornado relief right now. Yeah, and they said, no, don't worry about that. We adopted Mr. Hill's class, so we adopted <laughs> you. They cut, another, they cut another check of 30000 and they spent the 30000 on the iPads, and now we're one-to-one -one technology. But it all comes back to my kids advocating and like leaving an impression on the business community, and they still give stuff. And so, so I'm doing all that you know, behind the scenes while I'm going through these levels. So as I do more stuff and it gets out there, I'm like, I'll be damned if you don't. If yeah. I don't win, yep. like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not trying to hear anything about like, oh, I should be happy. I'm like, you don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, I like you're doing I, big stuff. Big I raised, raised $110,000 last year. That's wild. For, for, for my kids. It's just a regular dude fighting and advocating for his kids. So I was like, no, I'm not trying to hear like, I'm not finna win nothing. Yep. And so then I became a finalist. Then yep. I won. And it was a big deal because Dallas hadn't had a black guy win the award in like 20 years. Wow. Then, Dallas. Um, then you have to uh, submit, your, do a whole nother application. Yep. A whole nother application. And my region is the most competitive because uh, it's region um, 10. It's like Dallas and a lot of the, the bigger school districts. And so then I beat all of them. And yep. a black guy had never won our region. Had yes. even got there. Then I won our region. Then I became a finalist. Then it was six finalists. But in, in Texas, it's cutthroat. So right. I was just hoping to make history. So yeah. I could have won the elementary school teacher of the year, right? But not been chosen by that panel yeah. to represent at the, the national level. Like they could have yeah. picked the high school dude and yep. he would have yep. been the person. Yep. Yep. So I was like, just give me what I earned, Lord. And, 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 and hey, I made history. It's no big deal. So they interviewed all six of us over the Zoom. I was the first interview of the six people. And I was yes. like, man, uh, oh. <laughs> I got I to make such an impression that I, I can win this thing and win the overall. Yep. And I found out later that the people were like, once we interviewed you, it was a wrap. It was over. Like we, it was over. We, we I know. Knew, I was gonna say that, so yeah. unfortunate for the for the people who followed you. I, I would not want to follow you in an interview, man. I'd be like, I'd be like, man, I don't know. Oh, that that was Eric Hale. I'm gonna go. Dude, dude, I almost got ulcers though. I was so nervous, bro, because yeah. I was like, I, I was like, this means so much. Now it's like I'm carrying my Hispanic community where I yep. work. Right? Yeah. And at this point. All the black folks, yep, in, in, in the neighborhood, like in, in where I live at, like just like the black teachers, like everybody had taken notice, and it was it was like this weird energy in the air where it was kind of like if he doesn't win it, 
there were like whispers that it was gonna be like some shit. Yeah, like in the yeah. black community. Yeah, they're gonna become completely absurd and ridiculous if you didn't. We're gonna take a quick break uh, so we can uh, get a little promo out there. When we come back, um, Eric Hale, uh, teacher of the year from the great state of Texas, will continue to share his story in this winding uh, blood sport path that he's taking. We'll be right back. We are deeply grateful for all your support these last few years. Your engagement on social media, your downloads, and your enthusiasm have kept us going since we started this Two Dope adventure nearly five years ago. Right, Kev? Yes. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your ongoing support of the content that remixes the conversation about race, power, and education. We have big hopes and dreams that you have inspired and with your support, those dreams begin to take shape in reality. In the coming weeks, you will learn about projects that we can now go forward with because you stepped up. Yeah, we're so happy. Of course, we still have numerous projects filed away that are awaiting your support. You can support these projects by visiting patreon.com slash 2DopeTeachers. Patrons who join at the 2Dope level get a 2Dope Nation sticker. And what's better than stickers? Um, it's designed by local uh, artist Sham. And for a limited time, limited time, the next five Tudo patrons will get a copy of Cornelius Miner's book, We Got This. What? What a deal. Hey, that is. And it's signed. And That's it's signed. right. And it's signed. <laughs> patrons will enjoy special access to us in the form of Ask Me Anything threads, throwback old episodes, occasional Zoom meetings, and sneak previews to upcoming work and public appearances. Our upcoming podcast series, The Exit Interview, featuring the brilliant Asia Lion, which highlights the stories of black teachers who were forced out of teaching is only possible because of our patrons. All right, and I can't wait. I can't wait, it's gonna be so dope. So we asked and you responded. We look forward to growing and learning with you. Let's remix this conversation on race, power, and education. What's up, y'all? We are back. Are we back, Kev? We are back. It's like we never left. That's right. That's right. And we're here with Eric Hale, 2021 Texas Teacher of the Year. So, Eric, you were kind of talking a little bit about just the environment in Texas, and it just makes me think about how different it is in Colorado. Like, literally, they changed the deadline here for teacher of the year because there weren't enough applications <laughs> and so and so like we you know we were talking off mic about how like different regions have it a little bit different and so when i applied i was like well all right i mean i might be the only one applying so shoot you know yeah. why not and um, 
and, and it was interesting because you talk about like these kind of moments and, and we did our interviews. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm competitive also, Kevin, I'll tell you, I, yes. I was going through, cause we all had to do a YouTube video just real quick talking about our message and what we would, what we would use the platform for. And I was talking about ethnic studies. I was talking about anti-racist education, community schools. And, uh, and I was looking at other people's videos and I'm kind of like, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. And, then I, and then I started getting emails from other finalists saying, I really hope it's you. I really hope it's you. But I mean, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, the more I've kind of talked with you about your process, um, man, you just, <laughs> you've had the, this is a gauntlet. This is just kind of like taking those licks. And you talked a lot just off mic about the importance of just focusing on the work. Like you have your goals, but you just do the work. Can you can you speak a little bit to that? Because I thought I found that really powerful. Um, so like, like I was saying before, like I get myself up by creating a sense of importance, and then it drives me to basically make it turn reality, right? So like I had the can't stop, won't stop campaign. Yeah, I'm always coming up with things. Yep. So then like I have slogans that I come up with that I think are great, and then yeah. it, it, I just start like I put them up in my room. It becomes like like things. I, I guess yeah. they, I think they call them euphemisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, I have a ton of that. And um, so it's it's just a situation where, like, I just I force myself to get better for my kids yeah. by holding myself accountable. So like my my new thing that I'm always talking about are the three A's, right? Yeah. So that's advocacy accountability and action love that right so i advocate for the school community that i serve i i i demand that other people who say they care about education yep that they advocate for for, for you know everybody all stakeholders right yeah um next yep. is accountability i hold myself accountable to continue to grow and try to get better yep. to do more things that people say can't be done right yep. to, to push to push the boundaries of what people think that um, an educational leader can be or should be, right? right? But I hold all stakeholders accountable. Yep. My parents are all in. I will not allow you for your child to fail and it's just my fault. No, mm -hmm. it's my fault. Mm -hmm. I will not allow the business community to, to act like they care right. about education right. With, right. With, without me holding them accountable. Oh, okay, well, this is what we need. Yep. Yep. Since, since since you love education, yep. This is what we need. Since you want to work with youth and you want to support the future, yeah. This is where it is. Your opportunity. Yeah. This <laughs> here's your opportunity. And and so and then lastly, uh, action. Um, one of the biggest things that that's wrong with public school education right now is that everybody likes to talk education. Yeah. But nobody likes to walk it. Yeah. I mean, actually do the actionable steps it takes to make public school education better for kids of color. Yeah. And a lot of that is funding. How about you pay the teachers better? How yep. about you fund the inner city schools? How about you stop playing this tax game where it's like, yeah. oh, it's not our fault that the poor Hispanic side schools aren't that great. Yep. It's because of their, their tax revenue. They, yep. You know, the homes don't cost as much. Yep. So yep. therefore- yep. Well, and what we see in a gentrified area is we've got declining enrollment and our entire city of Denver has declining enrollment in, in public schools. And so what you end up with is a lot of people who talk a lot 
about education who are just saying, well, we can't do anything. It's per pupil funding and you just don't have a lot of pupils and, and not addressing the fact that property values are going through the roof and people cannot afford to live in our city anymore. Um, yep. And the people who can afford it don't have kids and don't have families and don't have any historical connection to the area. So as you kind of talk about this, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about, so you're telling us as teachers and, and in Colorado, I assume it's similar in Texas and in Colorado, we're still getting evaluated. Like we've, yep. we've, we've stopped with the standardized testing for the, for the school year. We've stopped with school performance frameworks. We've stopped with every measurable on how schools are doing except for the evaluation of teachers. And what that says to me is like, okay, my accountability didn't stop, but nope. my elected officials are saying, well, you know, it's COVID and uh, you know, there, there just isn't the tax revenue and, and, and you know, it's a per people funding and you just really have to advertising, marketing, get kids into your school when in fact, enrollment's down across the district. How, like, where are we gonna get these kids, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, to your point, I can see where your presence in a building would be so motivational because it's like, oh, okay, so it's it's like the old saying, ain't none, to, ain't none too, but to do it. Give me one, yes, exactly. Give me one second. Let me get this tea. Right All right, back. got that tea. He's gonna bring us the tea. Should we pause again, or should we just have some? Holding? Yeah, go ahead and pause. All right. If your answer is two or less, you are not alone. We know that black teachers are under attack. And with all the conversations been happening about black teacher recruitment, shouldn't we be talking about retention too? So where are all of our black teachers? I'm so glad you asked. In the new monthly podcast series from Two Dope Productions, the exit interview coming in late January, Asia Lyons and me, Kevin Adams, talk with former black educators who've been pushed out of the classroom. We want to know their stories. Who or what made them leave? How was their family affected by the push out? And most importantly, what are they doing now that they've left the classroom? If you would like to be interviewed, reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Teachers or at email us at tutoteachers at gmail.com. I'm just going to let it keep running. Um, my internet connection is weird. Let me just make sure. Oh, okay. It's because I'm on my guest network. We're, we're going to, I think that one was fine. Um, but let's, let's record it. Um, As a student, how many black teachers did you Your have? answer is two or less. You are not alone. We know that black teachers are under attack. And with all the conversation happening about black teacher recruitment, shouldn't we be talking about retention too? So where are all of our black teachers? I'm so glad you asked. In the new monthly podcast series from Tudo Productions, the exit interview coming in late January, Asia Lyons. Hey y'all. And me, Kevin Adams, talk with former black educators who've been pushed out of the classroom. We want to know their stories. 
who or what made them leave? How was their family affected by the push out? And most importantly, what are they doing now that they've left the classroom? If you'd like to be on the exit interview, reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Dope Teachers or email us at Two Dope Teachers at gmail.com. Got to All right. We are back. We are back to close off this final segment um, with Mr. Eric Hale, Dallas, Texas, Texas State Teacher of the Year. Sorry, <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> All right. So let's pick it up where you left off, man. Um, so we were talking a little bit about, you know, there's a few different topics kind of going around. I think people are going to love this. But so the path, the impacting community, the the ethic of Ain't nothing to it but to do it, right? Yeah, the, the, um, the three A's, the three A's, right? The three A's. You're talking about those three A's also, which, by the way, just as somebody who is struggling to come up with my message, uh, when you shared that with me the last time we talked, I'm like, oh, okay, now, now I can start cooking with grease. Now I can start coming up with a message. <laughs> you know, because for me, Kevin will tell you, I'm a verbal processor, so it takes me about 15 <laughs> minutes to get to my point. And so, like, so trying to come up with something that's a little bit more efficient and impactful uh, you're teaching me, brother. You're teaching me. <laughs> no, man, it, it 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 is um it's interesting. Like what like when we talked when I when I talked to you about it, it's like um it's so God has allowed me to carve out a very unique niche in my state where it's kind of like He's given me a platform to do such things that people. Like I didn't have to go to the gatekeepers. Yes. And and there's there's energy behind that. Uh, we're wishing that he wins, but we're praying that he fails. And yep. I can feel it. It's like yep. a like how did he slip through the cracks? Yeah. Like I'm not your prototypical um, uh, teacher. Like I'm not like oh gee golly. Yep. <laughs> These five teachers changed my life when I was yep. a kid. Yep. And, and I and my story is I literally teach because I'm chasing the ghost of the teachers that I needed that I never had. Yes. So oh, what fuels me is making sure that the kids that I serve get a great quality public school education. Yeah. I got failed through my K through 12s. My teachers didn't give a rats about me. They had no yeah. expectations. Yeah. It was a cycle of poverty it was a cycle of kids from this school or these neighborhoods don't do anything anyway yep we're just here because it's a job we don't yep. live in the community they weren't invested in me being successful i had one great educator right out of my k through 12 so that's not my story and i'm not going to conform to make it be like oh you know ah oh, man these these teachers along the way they just did so much for me yep. blah, blah. That's, that's not my story. It's not true. Yep. Not true for you. I've never, I, 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 I don't kiss butt. Nope. But yet, a lot of the major, major players in the state of Texas in education, they ride with me. Yep. 
And because they do, and they have money and backing, it forces people who I know don't like me <laughs> to have to suck it up and smile and act like they like me. So it's a, it's a, it's a thing where it's just like, I'm almost like the necessary evil. There you go. But whenever there's something big in education, they want to roll me out there. But they, right. roll, they roll me out there knowing that Mr. Hale's going to be Mr. Hale. He's not. <laughs> yeah, you call on me, you're going to get what you get. You're going to get what you get. But then it's a lot of that is, is knowing how to, you know, wear the mask, right? Yep. So like yep. in the summer, the, uh, all the news stations were doing stories with me because they were like, yep. man, this guy's actually working yep. his own record. Yep. So I'm literally the resource for all of uh, uh, North Dallas for education. So they did like a preseason playbook. We based it off of football where I'm literally telling the parents what they need to do every day, all summer long to stop the, uh, to be a part of my movement, right? The can't stop, yes. stop. Yes. I'm doing this on NBC wow. and ABC. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're literally fighting so you can go on, you can you can go on YouTube or go on like look me up and you'll see me like talking about like like my program and it's like NBC. And then yep. you can find me like on ABC, like literally two competing things. Networks. They all had me. to get a piece. Yeah. yeah, they all had to get a piece. Like using me yep. as like the spokesperson for how to stop your kid or what you could do at home with your child. Um, you know, jo go join my YouTube, whatever, because I'm working yeah. with, with my kids. Blah yeah. blah blah. And, and so they felt like that was unheard of. So it's kind of like the, the money, the money game is behind me. Yes. Even if maybe some of the higher ups <laughs> don't really, they're like, man, you know. It's like grudging. It's like grudging. They're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, basically. So even, even with, sometimes I feel like the love, right? So in my head, when I won Texas Teacher of the Year, I'm ignorant. So I'm thinking like, <laughs> I want, I, I want like Trick Daddy marching band, <laughs> like rose petal, like Let's in my it. mind. Wait, 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 it's, we, it's we don't, we don't get America. that. We don't yes. get that. Hold yes. up, we don't get that. <laughs> yes. oh, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm misled. I, I thought, I'm like, when they gonna roll out the red carpet, baby? Like, this is my, I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> Seriously. This is my coming to America moment. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. No. No, COVID shut all that down. All of it. You're like, um, man, man. Yeah. And I only think that my district celebrates. So even with that, like, so, like, I'm getting all this national love, which is crazy. I get more national love than I get. I feel like I get, like, local love, which is very, it's, it's intriguing yep. to say the least, right? Yeah. So it's yep. like the local love always, like, piggybacks off of, like, the yeah, next it, thing they feel it comes so they're sitting at home and it's like, like wait time. <laughs> yeah, they're like, man, he's on he's on TV again nationally. So then then they come and then it's like, oh Mr. Hale, like, you know, but it's not, it's like, like sometimes it feels like it's begrudging, right? Yeah. So then um, what's interesting, this is hilarious. Um yeah, Lester Holt. I'm on NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt, right? And so the district uh, makes all like they let them kind of come on my classroom, even though it's COVID and um, their video. It's like a, it was like a big deal for the district. Oh, my God. Like, drop the mic. Like, we're going to. Yeah. For Lester Holt. Yeah. Like, it's a big deal. Right. They had. Dude, I won Texas Teacher of the Year like in October. October, November. 
dude, it might have been like the end of November before okay. the district like like it not. So I kept I kept like putting little birdies out to like some high up African American people like, yeah, how do you feel about how they're treating me? And then <laughs> and, and 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 then secretly they were kind of like. <laughs> like they, some of them were upset like this yeah. doesn't make any sense so all of a sudden cause I was like man they really haven't like no parade no <laughs> I know the, the superintendent didn't even come to my school and shake my hand like I just thought it was it would have been so much more kind of a bigger like, deal <laughs> kind of a bigger like, I thought it would have been a, a bigger like we made black history like I, I just thought I, I thought it was gonna be a little bit different right yeah so then all of a sudden that Lester Holt thing happens that was gonna, they, sh- they shot it and it was going, they were gonna shoot me like on Friday. Do you know that they changed a board meeting and all of a sudden, oh, Mr. Hill, you gotta come, your principal's gotta come, your wife's gotta come. Um, uh, uh, we're honoring you at the board meeting. So conveniently, why did they do that? Because they know Mr. Hill has a big mouth. And they were scared, they were scared that it was Mr. Holt So, hey, Mr. Hale, I've been been crazy since you won Texas Teacher of the Year. You're like, let me tell you what's crazy. I'll tell you what's crazy. And then I would have said, well, you know what, Lester? Not a damn thing. (laughs) The day before we went live and they shot me. They they, uh, gave me like a little certificate and and I got a standing ovation in front of the school board. Wow. I just thought the timing of that, I was, it was very, I was like, huh. <laughs> you were scared that I would be Mr. Hale and that if they asked me, what did you guys do? It was going to be. It was going to come out. <laughs> it gonna... Yeah, but. That's it. That's just my mental conspiracy theory. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm no, wrong. No, I, you're, you're not wrong, brother. I mean, but, hey, but, Eric, I got a question. I got a question. So, like, just thinking about your experience and I, I can relate, like I always wanted to be, I was like, I got to teach because I didn't have any teachers that pushed me or that understood or connected with me or that just like believed in me. I had, I, I shouldn't say any, but a few, a very few, a small amount. Yep. Um, and, and so just thinking about, you know, I've been reading about you in the Washington Post and all over the media because you're everywhere, but everybody <laughs> describes your, your teaching style, you know, so uh, what what things have gone into shaping your teaching style? You know, because you, like you said, you're not like everybody else. So what 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 kind of things shaped your teaching style, and how would you describe it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I teach from my heart. Yeah, I teach from what did I need as a child, and the kids that I serve. Are in the same situations yeah. so i needed engagement i needed love i needed structure right i have a love for music i allow i give my 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 kids access to my authentic self yes i use the music to control the atmosphere of the classroom if i want to take them high i can i can take them high if i want to take them low i can take them low yeah. so that's just a tool of of them being a part of the real me, right? Now, I want I want to say pause for a second, just say for the audience, like when you say like you take it up high, like my brother has a DJ booth That's in right. his class. I know <laughs> he got the DJ. Like y'all ain't got it like that. Nope. <laughs> but go on, Eric. Go on. I'm sorry, brother. I just had to point that and, out. And so, and so, what happened was, 
because I came in through alternative certification, I didn't go to school for education. Yep. There is like shade on that. Yep. Oh, yep. Yep. you know, like, oh, you don't know as much as me. I went to school for education. <laughs> kind of, and, and so, I, and, and I'm King Petty. <laughs> like, I don't forget nothing. nothing. Yep. Oh, man. And, 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 I, I and so I'm like, beautiful. You're going to see me again when them <laughs> scores come out. And it's like, how is he outscoring the state? How is he outscoring us? Needs Kim. I don't hide it. I put my scores out on my door. Yeah. Um, oh. The state of Texas just gave um, designations now. Yes. It was like controversy, co- controversial. So, yep. like, the Texas Education Agency. They ranked the teachers, right? And I'm in that first cohort. And on my door, it says TEA, master teacher. There's like, there's like, we have 360,000 teachers and there's only 700 me in the state. So that's like that. You see that before you even walk into my door. So like, so my thing is the way I teach, I break all the rules and what systematic racism and oppression has yep. dictated what education looks like oh yes. why are you why are you playing that music uh only only classical music helps yes. the kids learn oh that's yes. that's so oh, oh so only music <laughs> that represents your culture that's right yeah, yeah exactly nah nah i, I reject that no. and so during during the uh, reading portion where it's more quieter you know, I got my jazz on. I got yep. my, you know, Thelonious Monk. I oh, got yes. my Soul Train on. Only Thelonious. And um, we're, we listen to that. Now, when I transition to science and math, where it's hands-on, we're moving and grooving. You're hearing Little John yes. uh, uh, instrumentals and stuff like that. Yeah. And we turn all the way up and we're scratching, we're moving, we're dancing. I call it moving and grooving. So we're moving and grooving. We're in the zone, right? That's it. Like, what, however the music makes you feel, as long as we're, we're continuing to learn and to stay stay on task, you can move, you can dance, and so you know it, it's nothing. Um, I needed somebody that would tell me that I was special or or that I was great. So yeah. everything yes. I preach to my kids, like above their desk, there's gold crowns. Everything's yes. about being gold. I wear the gold belt. Yes. Um, oh uh, man, that's my favorite picture of you, by the way. Like I'm kind of like. That's it. That's it. The heavyweight champion of education. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, so even, even, and it, it's a culture, right? So even yeah. my rules, I have two rules. Focus talking. I don't care that if you interrupt me, right? And so if yeah. I walk up to you and I say, hey, what y'all talking about? And you're talking about, if we're in math, you're talking about math. Okay, well, let's wrap that up because I know that I'm not even the best teacher in my classroom. Yeah. Right. Yep. Some of my kids can only be reached by their peers. Yep. And so I'd be a fool to turn off that extra avenue of success. Right. Yep. So that's rule number one. Rule number two is focus moving. I waste no time about a kid who has to go to the bathroom. So in my yep. classroom, we hold one finger for a question. Two fingers means bathroom. So yep. if kids, the kid does this, all I do is wave. I don't waste oh. any instructional yeah. time. Yeah. I, I respect you to conduct yourself accordingly to be able to go to the bathroom by yourself, use exactly. the bathroom, come back, sit back down. There's no wasted instructional time. There's there's no hoopla or nothing like that, right? So yep. that's the rule. Rule number three is stay ready. So if I say stay ready, my kids are gonna do stay this ready. to you. Stay. Because it's the, it's, the, it's the paparazzi. That's I said, right. We, we're, the best school, we're the best class in the country, right? So, that's so right. That's all right. these other people that's have right. heard about us, right? So the camera crews are gonna come. 
you're gonna yeah. be on national TV this year. Ready. That's just what we do. And so you've been telling come, them they're champions. You've been telling them they're great. Yeah, so they're yeah. like, oh, now they're here. They're here. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. gotta be ready for this life because this is who you are. You gotta be ready for exactly. this life. And and they and they act accordingly. So rule number three is just be ready for the paparazzi, which means that somebody comes to my classroom, be on your best behavior, yeah. give them your, your best intellect, yes. think, think, think deeply about your questions that you're about to, about to answer. Uh, justify your answer because I'm really big on my kids knowing what they know but being able to tell me why they yes. were thinking the way yes. they're thinking yeah. I don't care sometimes if you're wrong yeah. tell me why you're thinking that way yeah. so often the kid even if he gets the right answer that's not good enough I say okay well justify your answer walk me through that process and they're like okay Mr. Rowe, I think this 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 everything good comes from the text so yeah. I was reading, reading the text and this word and blah, blah, blah. And I think that means that. And you taught me this. And, and so I then, then Mr. Hill, you know, I made an inference, you know, and I said, oh, what's an inference? Oh, an educated guess. And boom, and they can yeah. spit it. Yeah. And my kids yeah. will stand up and tell you like, boom, <laughs> boom, 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 yes. boom, in front of the camera crews, anything, they'll spit it. But I raise them that way. And it's, it's and I'm, I'm always like, well, okay, oh, walk me through that. Can you justify? Yeah. Tell me how you know. It's not yep. good enough just to know. Tell me, people want to know how you know. Walk us through your thinking. Yep, yep. And so I'm constantly hitting them with that. So my kids are cocky and yep. strong good. and, and right. very like, good. Oh, that's what they need to be. Yep. And and boisterous. You know, like that, they're very like. The, and and Kevin and I both get sort of we get that kind of uh, sideways compliment where it's kind of like, you know, where we we're we're so overwhelmingly positive with our students about who they are and what they do and like the thinking that that we have is like well yeah because society is going to try to knock you down a few pegs and you're oh, going to get yeah. you're, you're going to get hit hard as a black and brown person so Your whole life we're just going to have you go minute, out there every minute your kids right those those little our little ones they are getting that message yeah yep. so yeah walk like a king walk like a king that's how you mm. have to do mm. so Man, sometimes you just gotta fake it. You just gotta fake it till you make it. Yeah. And I and I and I tell them, and I'm showing them. I'm like, you know what? It sucks, but like, it's two. You gotta be two times better than your peers. And I and and look, like I was telling you, dude. I don't care if it sounds cocky, whatever. There's no way you can tell me there's four people that had a better application that did more for education than me. Period. And I'm not gonna be a finalist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna be a yeah. finalist. Yeah. So you, that was you, weird. You, well, that, you're telling that's me somebody, somebody somebody raised a hundred grand last year. I somebody know. worked all summer. It's somebody wild. did like at every single level. Yeah. I, I've got I've got special recognitions come through from the mayor, the senator, three congressmen. I've been honored by the governor. Yep. For for my actions in education. I won a national teacher award. Yes. Last year. Like like last year. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't even be your first. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that like everyone that I've shared your story with, like I told Kevin, as soon as I met you, I told Kevin, it's like, I know who the I know who the national teacher of the year is gonna be. Like yeah. I, I met him, I met him, and like and and my wife saw the story on on NBC Nightly News and she's kind of like the, the, the one the big one that the my, big one my, like, the big one. The I big was on there twice. I was on yeah. there like before yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. for like 30 and, seconds. And so I shared with her, I shared with her and she's like that's impo that's impossible. That's impossible. How's that? No, how's it? You know, and so I mean, it is one of those things, you know, where not uh, even but, a final. And 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 you know what it's like as as a a 
a black man or a, or a person of color who didn't like I'm not propped up. Yep. Didn't, the yeah. people who got money to respect me, they like they genuinely respect me because it yep. wasn't like he's our boy. Let's, yep. Like, yep. Yep. Like yep. well, he he's or he's in he's in all the like district initiatives like. Let's groom him to be an uh, uh, administrator. Yeah. Like I turn those down. Like there's like nah, I'm, I'm a classroom. That's I'm on the front line. Like you had I'm to, not you had like to go the, against all that. You had to fight against all of those. Yeah, our boys. Like you had to get in there. Like like I'm winning because of the dude. I'm like the people's champ. That's like the best way I can describe I mean, it. Like, for real, like that's the, it. For real, the business community has insulated me from the hate, like the business com community in DFW, they love me. So anything that has to do with education, when it's like AT&T or some, some big corporation, they're calling me. Yep. And then the district's like, oh yeah, 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 he's, he's phenomenal. Then they, they, they piggyback off of it. But I make my own, my, my own press. It's not yeah. like the district is like, they most try to put yeah. some other folks in position, but they don't do the work. Like they 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 fall apart. Like they they tried to like, hey, let's, <laughs> let's get on this other train. Yep, yep. It's it's a big man. It, it, it's hard performing after James Brown, baby. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's, right. Right. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. That's how that's how you want it to be. <laughs> you, you can't come into my classroom and teach better than me. You can't you can't no, do it like I do. Yeah, but everybody, everybody has to feel that way. But like what you're saying, like I'm cool with it now because at the end of the day, I was telling you, like it truly is about impact, right? Yep. At the end of the day, it's about impact, being the most impactful teacher in America, not not being the best teacher for me, not being the national teacher of the year, not being the one in the spotlight necessarily yeah. in that spot, not being the one in the spotlight. I use the spotlight. To beg for my kids like i need the spotlight because the spotlight might add another zero like that 500 check when they just think you're a nice guy yep turns into five thousand dollars when they're like oh that's the guy who's on lester hall yeah all of a sudden i hate to say that people all, love backing winners yeah right? they do like, like when you're the underdog you might get some when i was the underdog all these years i built up a good reputation and people like me and people gave and they started giving a little bit more and more but when i started winning all of a sudden, the, the, the amount of money that, that the money, time, and resources that people were willing to give me increased five, 10 times. That's right. Which is actually sad. Yeah. Like you jumped yeah. on a, a bad wagon because I'm high right now. And now all of a sudden, you can give me 5000 Yeah. But like two years now ago, you, the children. you only yeah. donate $500. Yep. That's right. Yep. You, so you, I say all that to say what you're saying is I feel like. I do feel like it's a slap in the face, even at this high level, yeah. where it's still like, well, what else could I have done? Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't do enough to even be a finalist. It's, like, wait a and I'm trying to figure out like, well, what, literally what, what else could I have done? It is a head from a regular teacher standpoint. Like I'm not independently wealthy. Like mm -hmm. I'm not in the pockets of like nope. you know. It's not like I got a cousin who's in the NBA where I could be like, boom. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And yep. and that bothers me. That bothers yep. me. And people are, will tell will tell me stuff. Well, you don't know what the other teachers are doing. You know, they're doing great things. They're like I don't need to know. I, I, I don't need to know. I know what <laughs> I'm doing. Need to know. I it's just, just hard to imagine. You know, and, and I think and I think too that uh, you know on top of that you know, despite 
all the work that you've done that has been so great for your community, like you want to continue to send that message, especially to your little ones, that excellence will always be rewarded. Exactly. You're going to have to fight yes. for it. You know, and when you and when you get to this situation, it's sort of like, well, you're you're leaving me with a lot of questions as to why this didn't turn out the way I was aspiring. And uh, and so that takes me to some to some conclusions. And that's, you know, and it's and it's wild. Um, it's wild. It's just going to be real interesting, I think. So we're going we, to we're going to need to wrap up, but we do have one more question. And this is arguably yes, the, the most question. important question I Kevin, you are in the dark. What is happening? I, you know, the sun's gone down, baby. We have a good time. We, we, we shifted into the nighttime. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin's, Kevin's doing this on the – he's just doing this quietly. We shifted like, into the nighttime. Okay. We, we moved <laughs> – hey, 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 we about to, we about to get it in. It's this Friday night. It's like, all right, here we go, peoples. Hey, I'm here actually we go. about to, 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 to jump on my – I'm about to jump on my beats after I, I help the one, my, my wife a little bit. I'm about to uh, – That's what's up. Uh, Get get on get on that snare get on get on get on the machine man and that's it and try to, and try to bang out a winner. I'm yeah. headed to band practice, so so we got the same mentality, yeah. man. We got the yeah, same Kevin, mentality. Kevin does it. Kevin does it. He's got a band. He does all the music for the podcast. Oh, so sweet. It's, it's a real yes, good. yes, yes. Yeah. All right. So the 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 biggest most important question, uh, Two Dope Nation is dying to know about what Kev. Who, what is your top five? Top five MCs, rappers, groups, hip hop legends. Um, and I would just give you the parameters. So if you wanna, if you wanna have ties, right? If you're like, okay, so fifth place is, I can't decide between these well, two, people. so you, you can have a tie. <laughs> if you need to have a group in there, if you need to have a group, you don't have to choose between them. You can have a group, that counts. You could be, uh, this could be your true order that you're like, I live by this. If you see me 20, 30 years from now, I'm going to still the say ranking. the same thing. The or it could just be how you are feeling right now, uh, what you are vibing to. But it's however you want, but it's your top five. And you and can I start add, however you want, top to bottom, okay. bottom to top. And I will I add. have to say. And I will add. Let me add one more thing. Um, I will add that it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody who is specific hip hop. So last week we had Julio Alas and Daniel, Daniel Williams on Julio put bad bunny on his top five. And so like, yeah, I mean, not, not exactly, but you know, we hip hop nation respects Close enough. Close uh, enough. no borders and respects <laughs> all. So, right. uh, so let me, let me get my notebook. Cause I like to make Instagram uh, posts Ooh. about these. All right. So the yeah, uh, will be published Texas <laughs> state, Teacher of okay. the Year, Eric Hales, top five MCs. Oh, he's thinking. I think about this stuff all the time. There's so many different layers. So many. Like there's 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 impact on the culture. Yes. There's pure lyricism. Yes. There's I think there's regional. Mm -hmm. I think this, this, I think this question should be set up almost like an NCAA bracket. Man, oh, that might be the next project. Like regionally, like I can give you the top five West Coast. I'm from the West Coast, so you know, like, but it's it's a regional thing. Yes. And then, and then you know, like, and there's and there's there's impact, right? Or are we just mm -hmm. talking about like straight bars? So I kind of tend to go with straight bars, bars. when you right. say yes, right. yes. At MC, the very elemental level, yes. it's the bars. But 
the bar people aren't better than the impact people. Yes. Like you can be a legend in different ways. Like, like Snoop is a top fiver. Yep. But is he a top fiver when I just say just purely bars? Gee, I don't know. I mean that. I mean that. That, 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 breath, that breath control that that Snoop got. Like yeah, it. But, they, yeah. but but nobody's like Snoop. Okay, I'm 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 gonna I'm going to go. Um, Love it. I'm gonna this try to go. For me. When I think of this question, I'm gonna go bars. Bars. Okay. bars. All, right. All right. All right. Somebody, let's say five. I, really, no particular order. I don't think. Okay. Let's say. Let's say five. All right. The most underrated when it comes to bars. Yes. You, um. Redman. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I love that take. I love that take. Oh, this is so, where we jump out of our So team. disrespected for a, like, 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 like rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Enough said. Like, go yeah. back to his early stuff. His catalog Good is stuff. always solid. Yeah. Um, my favorite favorite rapper of all time who matches my personal personality. Okay. Yes. Growing up. Buster Rhymes. Oh, oh yes. 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 Buster Bust. I, I really, really feel like he's so underrated lyrically. I'm like, yes. you what he said? Like, Buster Rhymes can't rap rap. He's a machine. He is a machine. He just like, like, no matter what he does, it just, it just comes out authentic and like he, he does interplay with so many different artists so well. Oh man, that's a great take. Busta, yes, I love that. I love that. What that what? <laughs> Jay, I got five more minutes, <laughs> and I'm coming. We got that real podcasting right here. That's fine. So, that, so that's 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 two people. That's two, yep. Um, man, it's getting tough. Tie between Nas and Black Thought. All right. Okay. All right. That's what's up. I like that. I like that. I, I really appreciate how much love Black Thought has gotten on, on these lists. There's, he's coming up on a lot of people's lists. And that, that's that's people good. know about real MCs. They know do. about real MCs. They do. <laughs> Eric's thinking. And I got to go. And re man, I gotta go with two new cats. All right, I, I, I gotta go. J I gotta go. J Cole. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then number one, I gotta go. Kendrick Lamar. K dot. All right. So to recap, I respect it. I respect it. To, to round that out, though. Okay. Yes. Round it out. If there's if there's ten, uh. <laughs> We you're you're adding you're adding Scarface in there, you're adding yes. Snoop in there. Scarface, yes. Snoop, Cube. Yep. Cube. And um Andre 3000. Yep. Ooh. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, that is a two dope list. The thing I appreciate the most is that we said top five and you gave us eleven because I feel and I feel like and I feel like that 
is the most Eric Hale thing to do. Ah! <laughs> that is a champion. The, the champion. champion's going to say, I see your five. I'm actually going to do 11 because I can't be at a five. That's right. <laughs> that's right. 11. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's oh. a great list. Kev, what do you think about this list? I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Eric Hale, we have to do this again, man. We have to do this yeah. again. So yeah, what we definitely do. Hey, you guys, do get the teachers together and do a straight hip hop, but come up with the brackets because I feel like there's a, a impact so bracket. I feel like there's a regional, like a region. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, bracket. Uh, a lot of different uh, regionals, and there, and there, and there, and there's um a short. Like they're like a like not long enough bracket. Yes. Yeah. 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 There was a time when T.I. was yeah. the best rapper in the world for about yep. two or three albums. Yep. Tell about he had, it. He had his run. Tell yep. about it. Yeah. Little Wayne Chameleon era, had Chameleon era a run. Like I had the same experience with Chameleon Air. Like like Chameleon Air dropped a couple. Oh, of Chameleon Air could rap. Chameleon Air could rap. Yeah. yeah. That, that brought a stick. Yeah. Oh man! Well, we're gonna have but to not, get you not quite not quite long enough. Not long enough. Not long enough. But he can spit. You know, there's so many of them. So that's what so you many. get. I mean, that's a, that's the thing is that, that hip hop is so large and so complex and so layered, like you said. That you know, it's it's sort of disingenuous of me and Kevin to pretend that you can come up with a top five and have that be a static thing. But well, but, that's how I think. You know, we play with our list. You know, because 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 it is. It is, it is a hard thing to say, top five. What do you mean? Because you hit the nail on the head, Eric. What are you talking about? You talking about party? Yeah. You talking about who can move the party? Yeah. Are you talking about who's dropping knowledge? Are you yeah. talking about just like overall impact who's to the entertaining. culture? Who's just entertaining, you know? Yeah. And I so, you know, this is why we, we undermine uh, the tenets of white supremacy by saying we're going to reject hierarchies, we're going to reject urgency, like this has to be your your thing. We're going to reject strict frameworks to say no, it only has to be five. It can't be more than five. Uh, we, we're undermining all that, so it's a top five in name only. Um, and, and and if you go back and listen, there's some people who came out so good. Like if you really think about it, go back and listen to Beanie Siegel's first oh, two albums. Yes. Oh yeah. He was oh, yeah. Ice Cube. Oh yeah. Cold. Cold. And I don't know what happened to yeah, Beanie. It was cold. It was cold. Yeah. There were whispers that Beanie was better than Jay. Oh, is that the truth? Oh. Even 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 Jay, in in decoded in decoded Jay says that Beanie is more talented than I am. Like he's right. in his book. You know, Beanie was a Beanie was a monster. Monster. He came monster. out monster. It, it, he was he was tough. He's tough. Oh yeah. Tough. He was, he oh yeah. Was, he was. He was a, uh, he was, he could really, really go. No doubt. You know, he was, he could, he could really, 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 really rap. For real. He spit, yeah. spit that stuff. Yeah. Oh man. But man, I gotta go. My wife is talking bad about me. Man. All right, go take go. care of your wife. Go, go make Eric up, go make Dale, up. 2021 Texas Teacher of the Year. First black man to win this award in Texas. Take us black out. History, we- all black excellence, all of it, Eric. And this is the way we end is we just yell stay dope together. So um, so just Eric Hill, thanks for being here. Kevin, thanks you, thank you for being a loving co-host. It's a beautiful thing. Everybody stay dope. And one more time we'll go. Stay, stay dope. dope. Yeah.